You're listening to A Little Bit Better, a podcast where we talk about how breaking goals into small steps can lead to big results. Here we'll examine the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions, and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives. I'm your host, Chris Swale, a life and health coach. Let's get started. Thanks for joining me today, guys. In this episode, we are going to look into the power of gratitude. So, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. It's become such a buzzword that people who are not in the habit of practicing it may actually be rolling their eyes. I get it. Sometimes when words or trends become mainstream, as some might consider the gratitude movement, the thing can feel overdone and somehow even less significant. Jumping into it because everyone else's sometimes makes the trend feel less valuable, the actual trend itself. Some people automatically put their backs up and try to resist trends, but this one is everywhere. It's really hard to ignore. And so let's figure out what is going on. What is gratitude? Why are so many people getting swept up in the momentum of it? And how do you practice it? So gratitude means the feeling of being grateful or thankful feeling appreciation, and often is associated with the desire to express that appreciation or thankfulness. It comes from the Latin word gratis, which means thankful or pleasing. When you feel gratitude towards a person, this could be yourself or others, you're pleased by what that person did or by the results of their actions, and unlike indebtedness, you don't feel weighted down or anxious about having to pay it back. You can have gratitude towards an object, a moment, or event, a thought, or a feeling, There really aren't limits or restrictions. If you feel it, you feel it. Gratitude naturally has been along for as long as our brains have been able to register it. And in a way, we have always done it. But the specific intentional practicing of it has blown up in recent years to the point where, as we just discussed, it may actually be seen as a trend. The Oxford Dictionary states that a trend is a general direction in which a situation is changing or developing. So a trend is something that a lot of people take notice of, decide they like it, and then action or emulate it. We often hear about trends in fashion and financially in the markets, but trends are also found in lifestyle and in beliefs. So when gratitude journals and social media posts of gratitude are popping up everywhere, it's really hard not to be curious. What has hooked all these people in, especially with something that is so hokey sounding as simply saying thank you? or writing a couple words of things or people that you are grateful for? Well, it's because it resets us. We, humans, aren't necessarily naturally prone to a gratitude-first attitude. Gratitude gives us that pause from steamrolling into another day with our heads full of to-dos and annoyances and stresses, big and small. It helps us stop to see and recognize good things of all sizes and in all places. And when we do that, when we make it a habit of starting or ending or both our day seeing and feeling good, it opens us up to seeing and recognizing good things and good intentions and people everywhere and anytime along our whole day. So practicing gratitude has a calming effect on us. We become more open and emotionally available to ourselves and to others. We also become more forgiving of our own mistakes and imperfections and those of others. There are handfuls of real health benefits associated with the practice of gratitude. All you have to do is Google gratitude and you'll find 
oodles of articles and studies describing the multitude of benefits derived from gratitude. These range from strengthening our immune systems and our mental capacity and temperaments to feeling more energetic and content and to feeling even more positive feelings without intentionally trying to. Many people say they sleep better at night, they fall asleep more easily, and stay asleep. So they increase the quality and quantity of their sleep. And that, that getting regular quality sleep, has tremendous health benefits. According to studies cited in a Forbes article, other health benefits include better physical and psychological health. People who are grateful report less aches and pains in their body and less negative or toxic emotions such as envy and resentment and even less depression. This makes so much sense to me because when we hold on to unfavorable thoughts and emotions, our body also responds physically by holding on to that extra stuff too, like stress, it can hold on to it as weight and just that general feeling of tension in your muscles, so especially in your back and in your shoulders, and that can lead to those aches and pains. Think about a time where you may have been in a particularly pessimistic or negative state and just try to envision how that feels in your body. Probably not good, hey? You might automatically start feel the tension and hunch around your shoulders right now just thinking about it. Maybe your back and neck feel stiff or you feel like a low-lying headache coming on. So let's reverse it. Now imagine yourself in a happy state and notice what happens in your body. Your entire body lets go. It just relaxes. The incredible benefit of practicing daily gratitude in releasing stress and negative emotions is, to me, beyond measure. Why wouldn't we want to exist in a more peaceful state? Besides all the studies that tell us so, how do we know it really works though? Well, it is hard to hold on to stress when we are feeling good and grateful. Let's try it. See if you can tense up on purpose right now. Try to feel it physically and mentally, and then think of something you are truly thankful for. I actually laughed out loud the first time I was doing this exercise because it's so true. It's really hard to scowl and hunch up your shoulders to your ears while declaring, I am so grateful for this roof over my head so while it's pouring rain, I can cuddle and read stories with my beautiful, curious children. Ridiculous, right? So I believe that gratitude can lead to success in all areas of our lives. When you are able to appreciate yourself, the things you and your body can do and create, the people and things around you, the opportunities you have had, do have, and will have, and all the moments, big and small, your mind and body is open and primed with positivity for moving forward. Practicing gratitude daily might feel a bit weird in the beginning, maybe even boring and strangely uninspiring, at least it did for me. I put pressure on myself to make sure the things I was writing down were good enough, big enough, worthy enough, so to speak. But that's not how it needs to be. I realize that now. I can literally write, I'm grateful for the pen in my hand and the journal that is receiving my thoughts. I can also be grateful for the people I love in general, but better yet, I feel gratitude for a specific little moment I shared with them that day. There aren't rules really, except in my opinion, that you don't need to think too hard and that the things you are grateful for don't need to be only massive accomplishments or wins. I would consider staying away from overly generalized things like, I am 
thankful for my husband because that can lead you to feeling bored or uninspired or even in a rut with your gratitude, which I think can then lead you to abandoning it altogether. What exactly about your husband are you grateful for right then in that moment? Name that. Once I was so tired after a long stretch of my kids not sleeping through the night, I wrote, I am so grateful I remembered we have coffee today. Just the other day, I wrote, I am so grateful that Jeff trapped that giant spider in a cup and put it outside. I am terrified of spiders. I feel physically ill when I have to relocate one or if I know one is even in the room. So I had a tremendous amount of gratitude that I didn't have to be the one to do it on that day. I actually find that the more specific and creative I get, the more fun it is and surprise, surprise, the better I feel. So when I can laugh at my slivers of gratitude, I know I'm winning. It's feeling the results instantly. But back to what I said before, there really aren't rules. So if being creative and specific stresses you out, then generalize away. Try out different approaches and see which one feels best for you. Just don't overthink it. Another way to reap the benefits of gratitude practice if you just are not the journaling type is to make a habit of saying thank you to people. I'm trying to make sure that I express appreciation to people at least three times a day. If I'm home when the garbage truck comes by, for instance, I always run out, I wave at them and I holler, thank you so much. They always wave back and smile. So I like to think that they feel that genuine gratitude and appreciation for me and that just maybe it lightens their day a little bit too. Another method you could take is to write it in an email, not simply as your sign off, but as a deliberate sentence, thanking someone for work they have done or are doing or how they have otherwise helped you. Why not, right? One thing to note is that your gratitude towards someone or something doesn't have to be constant or consistent. Let me see if I can explain what I mean here. So early on in my gratitude practice, I would get mad if in the morning I wrote that I was grateful for my energetic, fun children, and then quite literally, 10 minutes later, those same children turned into little terrors, and the next hour of my life was filled with tears and screaming. It was hard to still feel that same gratitude, and I had a silly moment or two of being mad that I had written something that turned out to feel quite the opposite. Of course, I'm eternally grateful for my kids, but they aren't perfectly behaved, quiet little creatures, but they are doing exactly what they're meant to do. Their brains are growing and developing, and part of that is going through an emotional roller coaster and pushing limits. And that healthy development, that is something to appreciate. So what I'm trying to say is I can be annoyed by those same little beings that I'm also very grateful for. I hope that makes sense. Recently, I posted on Instagram about gratitude. The caption reads, when you don't know where to begin, start with gratitude. But why would that be important? Well, it links back to how the best way for us to be successful and move towards our goals, be it personal or financial, is to come from a place of positivity and openness. When we do that, we are already breaking down walls and removing some of the obstacles in our path. When we are in a state of gratitude, we are also automatically shifted into a state of abundance. Abundance is where growth lives and thrives, and it's where we recognize all that we already have and already are. The opposite place is lack. Lack is when we can't see what we have or what we've already accomplished or who we already are 
because all we see is what we don't have, didn't do, or aren't. Negative energy is heavy. It weighs us down and it's hard to be the best versions of ourselves when we're not coming from an emotionally healthy place. Let me elaborate. Have you ever felt incredibly hurt by someone scorned or shamed or cheated or any other emotion or state that feels plain awful? Then somewhere deep inside, you decide you want or need revenge. Maybe you try to take revenge, maybe you don't. Even when you don't actually take revenge, you can still feel the result of it. And does it feel good? No, revenge doesn't feel good. So whether we take it or simply stew in our anger and acting it out in our heads and telling ourselves all the reasons why someone else should suffer, the result is the same. It feels yucky. It's not fulfilling, it doesn't solve anything, and it doesn't make things better. Instead, we are only flooding ourselves with feelings of guilt or shame or remorse or, possibly worse, fake flattery at our ability to hurt others. So really, it's not a place we want to make a habit of being in. It makes us feel worse. Even when you feel you were so wronged by someone else, taking a negative action back at them just doesn't feel right because it's just not right. So how does a podcast about gratitude end up talking about revenge? It's an extreme example, I'll admit, but you can likely imagine how entirely different those two states feel, and I'm pretty sure I can guess where all of you would rather reside. We cannot build good upon bad. We cannot feel lightness by operating in darkness. We cannot open our eyes to see our own potential when we are busy narrowing them at others. What we can do is make the choice about how we want to live our lives. Yes, it's a choice and the choice is entirely ours. It's a decision we are so fortunate that we get to make. We can choose to close ourselves off and sit in lack or victim mode, or we can choose to open ourselves up and feel gratitude, which will flood our lives with so much more goodness from a happier and more peaceful state of mind where we will also experience further mental and physical health benefits like better sleep and a readiness to achieve whatever goal we have in our sights. And it's as easy as beginning by saying thank you. I have so much gratitude for being able to connect and share this wonderful knowledge with like-minded people like you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Emily, for helping me to make this podcast a reality and to Leanne for believing in me. So that's it for today's podcast. My challenge to you this time is to pick one of the methods of practicing gratitude, whether it's writing it down, you can just do it on paper, plain paper, or there are tons of templated journals out there you could buy at bookstores, or commit to verbally saying thank you to at least three people per day, or writing it in an email or a traditional letter. Those are fun to receive too. So go out there, practice your gratitude, and then take note at how it feels mentally and physically in your own body. Go get it. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with friends and family. 
You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at This Is A Little Bit Better or find me online at a littlebitbetter.ca. I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like information about coaching with me, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I'm excited to connect again soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.